Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Matthew 21, verses 12 through 17. This is after the beginning of Holy Week. Yesterday's text was the triumphal entry, what we know as Palm Sunday. What we read here today likely took place Monday morning. And Jesus entered the temple and drove out all who sold and bought in the temple. And he overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold pigeons. He said to them, it is written, my house shall be called a house of prayer, but you make it a den of robbers. So the temple has been transformed into a commercial facility. The pigeons that are being sold are being sold for sacrifices. There's money changers. There's all kinds of commercial stuff going on. The people aren't treating the temple the way it was intended to be treated as a house of prayer, as a place where people came and did business with God. This infuriates Jesus. We're going to come across this scene again in a future gospel, and we get some more detail in the other accounts. Suffice it to say that Jesus is irate. Now, there's some discussion about this. Does this mean that we shouldn't do anything where money changes hands in churches today, I'm not sure you can make that equivalency. Some people would say because of this text, you can't have a coffee house in a church or a bookstore in a church or sell t-shirts for vacation Bible school or do other things that are viewed as commercial enterprises, even though according to the tax code, of course, they're not in a nonprofit organization. I don't think this text is prohibiting that. I think these are apples and oranges we're talking about. The point is that the intended purpose of the temple has been forsaken and the Jewish leaders, the scribes, the teachers, of the law, these are the ones to blame because they're supposed to be keeping the temple on the straight and narrow. If you want to make an application to today, I suppose we could say that anything going on in churches that is not rooted around the purpose of the church, which is to make Christ known, advance God's kingdom, fulfill the great commission, is not a good idea. Everything we do in our churches should revolve around that clear purpose. More importantly than whether you can exchange money in churches or not, what I want to point out is that Jesus is once again revealing himself to not be the soft, cuddly, nice, never step on anyone's toes, make everyone feel good, just build up people's self-esteem type guy that we've been presented with falsely in some spheres of Christianity. He's furious. He's flipping tables. He's angry. At the same time, we know that Jesus never sinned, not even once. So none of this fury or anger is sinful. It's righteous, righteous indignation. And as each of us continues to fill out our view of who Jesus Christ is, was, and what that means for us as we try to emulate Jesus Christ, follow him, be like him, you got to factor this side of Jesus in. He has zero tolerance for some things that are out of alignment with God's design. And that's good. Let's go to verse 14. And the blind and the lame came to him in the temple and he healed them. But when the chief priests and the scribes saw the wonderful things he did and the children crying out in the temple, Hosanna to the son of David, they were indignant. Interesting. Jesus was just indignant with them. Now they're indignant with Jesus. Why? We'll get to that in a second. They said to him, do you hear what these are saying? And Jesus said to them, yes. Have you never read out of the mouth of infants and nursing babies, you have prepared praise and leaving them. He went out of the city to Bethany and lodged there. So why are the chief priests and the scribes indignant? They're indignant because these children are crying out Hosanna to the son of David. This is the third time, by the way, in recent history that we've seen people identify Jesus as the son of David. The first one was the two blind guys, two daily doses ago, who were calling out to him when he was passing by. The second time is the people who were 
there laying their cloaks on the street and palm leaves on the street as he was riding in on the colt of a donkey, the triumphal entry that we covered in yesterday's text. Today, we hear children refer to Jesus correctly, as the others were correct, as the son of David, meaning he's the Messiah. He's the one who was to come. You know who we don't hear saying Hosanna to the son of David? The chief priests, the scribes, the Jewish leaders, Pharisees, the teachers of the law. And they're furious that people are buying into the fact that this guy is the Messiah. It's a major threat to their system. And there are too many things about who Jesus is and what he's saying that in their minds disqualify him from being the Messiah. But here you've got blind guys and kids and crowds getting it right. That's quite an indictment God, through Matthew who's writing this, is making against those Jewish leaders. And Jesus' retort to them is priceless. They asked Jesus, do you hear what these kids are saying? He said, yeah, I do. And haven't you guys read the Old Testament in Psalms where it says that actually babies and infants are going to praise my name when I come? That's what's happening right here. What you're hearing, scribes, chief priests, is the fulfillment of prophecy. But you guys are too hard-hearted to see what kids plainly see. I just imagine Jesus' resolve going to a new level throughout this entire week. He knows where this thing's headed. And his resolve has been incredible so far. But right now, he ain't messing around. He's not trying to hide his identity. He's no respecter of persons, particularly these Jewish leaders that are trying to destroy him. And they're going to get what they want, but it's only going to last a couple days. Friends, the lines in this text are clearly drawn. At the end of the day, you and I want to side with these children who recognize Jesus as the son of David, who should be praised. But let's not get too self-righteous, because every one of us has some chief priests in us. Every one of us has some Jewish scribe in us who want to reject who Jesus is, or at least the parts of him that don't fit our preconceived notion of how he should be. Lord, by the power of the Holy Spirit in us, through faith in Jesus Christ, will you help us to view you as you are, and to respond and live accordingly. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders radio and internet ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which airs on stations around the world, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. We also want to highlight two ministry partners— First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule of year-round events and activities are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference on Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our other ministry partner. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.